0: adult learning and education in times of COVID-19. For today's episode, we are traveling to Istanbul to talk to Aisha Oktem. Aisha Oktem and her organization Beraberce are an important strategic partner for DVV International in implementing adult and civic education programs in Turkey. Aisha was born in Istanbul but grew up in Germany as her parents had to leave Turkey for political reasons. After her graduation, she lived in Germany for a long time and worked in different civil society organizations. Since ten, ye- 10 years, she is back in Turkey working in the field of civil society as well. In 2017, she founded the civil society organization Bera Berce with other activists and professionals from civil society. Aisha, it is a pleasure to welcome you to our video podcast.
1: Thank you, you're welcome.
0: Um, Aisha, to uh, get an impression of the current situation in Turkey, could you share with us um, how you experienced the last weeks of lockdown in Istanbul?
1: It's a strange situation in Istanbul, because Istanbul normally is an overcrowded city uh, with uh, many people on the streets with, with a very vibrant life. And now we have a city... Uh, where you see when you go out of your house there are some people all with masks and when you see someone uh, you go to the side not to be too near to the person and the person does do the same thing. Uh, You don't speak, uh, you have this social distance, it's a strange situation of course.
0: Um, As I already mentioned in the introduction, your organization, Beraberce, is actively promoting and and implementing civic education programs in Turkey. Um, How has the Corona pandemic changed your work and and how did you react to the crisis?
1: Uh, The first thing was um, we implement civic education and... Until now, we we, uh, did the civil education in face-to-face programs. And we had a very intensive face-to-face program. We should begin in March with um, uh, peace education, that would be programs for one or two days. We would be traveling very much because we had a program of peace education activities all over Turkey. And now we can't travel. We can't gather, we can't make any face-to-face education, of course. Uh, And so we had to change our whole program. So we had one online education program before this time. And so we had the, the infrastructure, the basis, the basis knowledge and the infrastructure to make online programs uh so our work has totally changed okay not what we teach or what we uh, use in our uh, trainings, but uh, the methods of uh, education have totally changed because we now are doing all uh, our uh, trainings on online
0: Many thanks. Um, If we look at education on a meta level, um, what is your opinion? How will the corona pandemic change our understanding of learning? And perhaps more specifically, our understanding of of adult education? Uh,
1: The first thing is, I think we must be very careful in choosing the methods because online education cannot mean Uh, We make webinars. I think in the beginning of the uh, pandemic, uh, all of us thought okay, with online education, you can make a webinar. Someone is speaking, the the participants are listening, and maybe uh, they will ask a question. Uh, But uh, this is not adult education. So we have to develop programs where uh, the participants really can participate that, uh, where they can share this process of learning webinars are good when i want to share only information then i can make a webinar. Uh, we, we do it also but when i don't want only to share an information when i want to organize a collective process of learning as adult ed- education should be uh, then I have to use other methods than only a webinar. I have to use interactive methods. I have to create a space of learning uh, where everybody or where the uh, participants can come in and share the space. Uh, this is what we are trying now with uh, different instruments of online learning. We are um, trying to create a virtual space uh, where you gather and share a process of learning. So we use uh, methods like a padlet. Uh, That means it's like like a wall you can write on. I can show one. In the beginning, you see a wall. And every uh, participant can write on this wall. And then you have this. this is from, the, uh, uh, from our training, uh, Freedom in the Times of COVID-19. And so you see, uh, in the beginning, uh, it was on the, this wall. And now you see that the uh, participants uh, have written their thoughts on this wall. You don't see the names of the participants because it's anonymous when they write, but they can write as much as they want. The interesting thing is, the participants write anonymously. You don't see the names of the participants. Uh, When we, at the end of the training, I spoke with the participants and made an evaluation of how they did feel in this training. They focused on this thing. They said it was anonymous to write. So I had no fear to write when I had, uh, when I think uh, different from the mainstream of the group. So uh, we know it, it's always not so easy to say something what's against the mainstream of a group. But with this Padlet, which is anonymous, you can, without any fear, uh, write something on the wall which is against the mainstream of the group. And these ideas which are against the mainstream are discussed in the group. So uh, you have the chance to make a more democratic training than you would have it in a real space so this virtual space gives you uh, the chance of be really democratic of uh, include different opinions and so this online methods uh, give us maybe uh, more chances than uh, a training uh, in real space
0: Many thanks for sharing this interesting um, approach of organising learning in in the online uh, world. Um, I would now like uh, to look at at civil society. So, um, as you are a civil society professional, what is your assessment of of the future of civil society? How will the sector change after the corona pandemic? Or to put it differently, how should it change in response to the current crisis? Uh,
1: Turkey is a very, uh, is a central organized country. Uh, I think many uh, developing countries are central organized. We so don't have this federative system like in Germany. Uh, the problem in this uh, very central organized states is uh, not only the state is centrally organized, mostly also the civil society is centrally organized Uh, and in turkey we have very developed and rich regions like istanbul and we have developing and very poor regions and civil society is well organized in the developed and rich regions and civil society is not so organized in the um, structurally weak uh, regions of the country uh, so the uh, we as the civil society organizations organized in the developed uh, regions are traveling very much this doesn't solve the problems of the structurally weak regions that we always travel there make our trainings and then go back with uh, covid-19 we have the chance Uh, to think about how to organize the work of civil society without traveling, with using these methods of online learning, online sharing, uh, without traveling, with uh, gathering in this virtual space. Uh, When I look to the trainings uh, we are conducting now, we have participants from all over Turkey. So we have participants from Batman. It's uh, very far from Istanbul. It's in the Kurdish area. It's an area, uh, it's, a, it's a region uh, where you some, sometimes can go. Sometimes you can't go to Batman because of some conflicts. But now we have in the online training, we have participants from Batman. We have participants from KARS. Kars is, is also very uh, far from Istanbul. And when we began with the trainings in March, uh, there was winter. And uh, there were days you couldn't leave Kars because it's very cold, very snowy. But so we can with an online training, we can reach persons in Kars and also persons in Batman. Uh, we also have uh, participants from Paris uh, and one participant from Syria. Uh, it would be impossible that participants from Syria uh, will come uh, to a training, uh, even if we make it uh, somewhere uh, in Turkey near the uh, border. Uh, so we can reach out many more people than uh, in times before COVID. I think uh, civil society has to change uh, in this way that we are. We have to think about how to use this online um, methods to uh, widen our work, to be more ecologic when not using the planes so much, uh, to be more economically also, because. Uh, with the uh, fund uh, i need to make one uh, training in let's say in gaziantep in a turkish town near the syrian border with the fund i need for making one uh, training in gaziantep i can make uh, three or four online trainings and maybe i can reach much more people with this three or four online trainings as when i reach when uh, I travel to uh, Antep and my trainers travel to Antep and there we have coasts of land and so on and so on and we make the training there. Uh, so I think uh, this can be a chance for um, civil society to go new path, to find new path uh, and to make a civic education uh, more effective than it was before COVID-19, more effective and more ecologically.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, Aisha, for uh, having shared your your experiences, your thoughts, observations, um, and examples, but also your concrete ideas and ways of dealing with the crisis today, but also in the future, how civil society and adult education learning can perhaps um, go out of the crisis um, more positively um, than uh, many of us are currently looking uh, into the future. So many thanks for this positive uh, message. Um, Many thanks to
1: you for listening to me and to us.
0: It has been a pleasure talking to you.
1: It was a pleasure for me also. Thank you.
0: Um, And at this point, I would also like to mention um, that we uh, received a lot of positive feedback in response to this video podcast. So we would like to thank you all for watching and sharing. And we, of course, invite you um, to share your comments and thoughts with us. This was the third episode of our video podcast, Adult Learning and Education in Times of COVID-19. We hope to see you next week. Stay healthy and uh, take care of you and your beloved ones. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.